Welcome to the Friday Five. I'm Sarah Rupel. You're listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast, and this is our weekly series where we highlight five things that you should know about. September is here, and believe it or not, that means there are just six weeks between today and the beginning of the annual enrollment period. Wild, isn't it? Today we begin our list at number one, of course, which happens to be a brand new position from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. The first ever chief dental officer, and that position has been filled by Dr. Natalia Chalmers. You're probably thinking what I'm thinking, that this appointment will have to do with the Medicare expansion we've been talking about in recent episodes. That is my best guess, but we really didn't get much info from the CMS press release. CMS admin Chiquita Brooks-Lashore said about the new position and Chalmers' appointment, quote, Dental health is vital to overall health, and that's why CMS has appointed its first-ever chief dental officer. Dr. Chalmers will guide CMS in advancing oral health in Medicaid, CHIP, Marketplace, and Medicare, end quote. Dr. Natalia Chalmers is a board-certified pediatric dentist, an oral health policy expert, public health advocate, and she comes to the position with 20 years of clinical, research, industry, and regulatory experience. We've been following the dental side of Medicare expansion, and we will continue to follow along with this to see how it all unfolds. Number two, this particular item was surprising. While I knew that this company was growing and expanding, I did not expect that growth or expansion to move into the healthcare space. Dollar General has thrown its hat into the healthcare ring, offering prescription drug services and telemedicine. CEO Todd Vasso summed it up the best when he explained the approach, quote, We talk a lot about grocery deserts or food deserts. There's as equal healthcare deserts out there across the U.S., and we're in all of these communities, end quote. That is certainly true. Just a few weeks ago, I remember listening to a podcast talking about how Dollar General has put some of the last mom-and-pop grocery stores out of business. They've got 17,000 stores, and according to Dollar General, 75% of Americans live within five miles of one of those stores. I want to say that I think I live within five miles of three such stores. But when you think about scarcity of care and resources in rural areas, well, Dollar General's approach makes similar sense to Amazon's delivery service, just two different methods of going about how remote communities gain better access to care. Will we see pharmacies come to Dollar General stores? Select areas have seen pop-up COVID-19 vaccination clinics, but that's as far as the company has gone so far. Also interesting, the concern for healthcare deserts, when many critics consider Dollar General to have created grocery deserts by forcing some of these mom-and-pop grocers out of business. And then, what about telemedicine? Definitely a developing story that I will be keeping my eye on. Number three, Headspace recently announced a merger with Ginger, 
and it was a very exciting day for mental health advocates everywhere. So Headspace is the mindfulness and sleep app featuring guided meditations. They are one half of the duo behind the Goodnight World podcast that my daughter is still obsessed with. Ginger is, according to their site, on-demand mental health support, and of course, since it's an app, it's available day or night. They've joined forces to create Headspace Health, which the two companies describe as the world's most accessible, comprehensive digital mental health platform. CeCe Morkin, CEO of Headspace, commented, quote, We are witnessing a mental health crisis unlike anything we've experienced in our lifetimes, yet the majority of mental health care today is neither broadly accessible nor affordable. Together, as Headspace Health, we will address the systemic challenges of access and affordability in a fundamentally different way by creating the world's most holistic, scalable, and effective mental health and well-being company, end quote. In the press release, there were some interesting stats from studies about both companies. First, eight weeks of Headspace resulted in a 31% decrease in anxiety symptoms and a 46% decrease in depressive symptoms among healthy adults. And then Ginger, which I wasn't familiar with before seeing this release, They combine therapy, psychiatry, and behavioral health coaching to provide care. Their model has been shown to produce an average of 59% improvement in anxiety and 70% improvement in depression. It'll be exciting to see what comes out of this new venture between the two. Currently, both companies work with brand name carriers, and I'm sure this merger will only see their offerings continue to grow and expand. We will be linking to the press release and both companies' websites in the notes so you can read more about what's coming from Headspace Health. Number four, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. We've all heard that phrase. I would argue that in your interactions with clients, it's a little bit of both. And along with what you're saying, there's how you say it, the inflection that goes along with it. Both the words and the inflection blend together with your body language, and that message is received by your clients. And hopefully it's received well, but sometimes, well, we mean well, but sometimes things come out wrong. Have you ever phrased something the wrong way? I mean, I feel like that's a pretty human thing to do, so I feel comfortable saying that we've all done it. Recently, I came across a great article from ThinkAdvisor, 12 Phrases That Alienate Clients, and I am very excited to share some of that article with you today. We will start off with, I've heard enough. Not in the sense of, I've heard enough. But even, I've heard enough, and what I would recommend, yikes, don't do that. You shouldn't interrupt your client, but also, you don't want to come off as dismissive. Rather, use, tell me more, get them talking, and keep them talking. You'll be able to fact-find even more and really get to know them through conversation. Here's one that you might use jokingly. Now it's time to sign your life away. 
While it might seem like it's funny to you, it really might not be funny to your clients. I had my real estate agent say that as we were signing final papers, and it made me roll my eyes. Instead, just show your client where to sign by saying, place your signature here or place your initials here. This is an example of a gentler way to phrase something. Brash doesn't always translate as comedic. The last one I will note here, that's why they pay me the big bucks. Please don't say that. It sounds like bragging, and to be honest, it is bragging. Instead, thank them for taking your advice. Thank them for working with you. Thank them for their business. Remember, it's about them, not about you. For the other nine tips and phrases not to use, along with suggestions of what to use instead, be sure to visit that Think Advisor piece. We will be linking to it in the episode notes. Number five, with the annual enrollment period just around the corner and driving to the office and appointments more likely this year than last year, I was pretty excited to come across some hacks for Google Maps. If you would ask me to drive somewhere that I don't know exactly how to get to, my response would probably match yours. I just put it in my GPS. If Google Maps is your GPS of choice these days, there are some great hacks that you can utilize during AEP that, to be quite honest, I did not know about. First up, adding in stops on a navigation route. Need to pick up something at Target in between appointments? You can now schedule that in to your route. Parking in a big lot or in an unfamiliar area? You can save the location of your parked car. You can create favorite locations like your office or that place you always stop for coffee. We will be linking to that list from Mashable in our notes, so I think some of those tips could be really useful during AEP and, quite honestly, at other times as well. For this week's bonus, I can't say that I have too much at the moment. We are still waiting on Apple to announce their fall event schedule. That news should be coming soon. Other than that, we plan on tucking into Tomorrowland tonight for movie night, kicking off our three-day weekend. I hope you have a great weekend as well. Stay healthy and stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Brianna Lowe. Artwork by Nick Smith.